Hi, this is Joe with the Next in Ed podcast series. This school year has been crazy for us so far, and so Julie and Marcy and I have decided that we are going to produce a new interview every other Tuesday. So, please enjoy this week's podcast and know that a new one is coming up very soon. Hi, this is Marcy McNeil, producer of the Next in Ed podcast. If you have a topic you think we should discuss, or someone you think we should interview, or if you would just like to give us some feedback, you can email us at nextinedpodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us through Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. And now, we hope you enjoy the following episode. Hi, welcome to Next in Ed. I'm Joe. And I'm Julie. Julie. So I, I gotta bring this up. Okay. Uh oh. As if you I mean it's how many conversations have we had about just how famous you are and how many cool things you've done and Well, I wish I were famous, but oh, well, you kinda are. You're kind of a <laughs> rock star. And I've done some cool things, but there are some people who have done even cooler things and are going to be doing some cooler things. That well we that know. may be true. That, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, some people have gotten to take trips to space i haven't been able to do that yet yeah. i don't think you have yet no but not you'll probably yet. get invited at some point but <laughs> you were just like last week or something you they had you come on a tv show yes we have mcpss homeroom and yes. recently um as we've mentioned before i've got the presidential award for excellence in math and science teaching yeah, way back you when got the, i got it in my pocket in your pocket yeah. you got the you know, carry it around credit. yeah just to show me. <laughs> so, anyway, so, you know, that they, they release new awardees, and one of uh, our teachers from Mobile County was named a national awardee. Oh, that's great. Nicole Baranoff from Hutchins Elementary, kindergarten math, which is great. I love that oh, kindergarten wow. yeah. Yeah, was, was definitely highlighted for that. She must be doing some cool stuff. She really is, and, and she's an exciting teacher. And then recently um, they announced the state finalists um, for Alabama, then those group of uh, educators will go on to the national level. So the homeroom, they they invited myself, um, Nicole, and our guest today to go on homeroom um, to talk about that. And then we'll talk about the state finalists too. So we have in our studio today, Dr. Megan McCall. Good afternoon hey, from Hello. Barton Academy. Again, because we're seeing double in 2020. That's right. So, so um, she was with us in August. August, right. And now she's back. Yeah, she seeing. was making the transition to Barton Academy. That's right. And now we want to hear all the things that she's done in these short nine months. Absolutely. It has been incredible what we've right. done. Making history every day because it's all a new day for Barton Academy. We've never been doing the things that we do because Barton Academy hasn't existed. So, and since well, that's true. obviously the 1960s. Right, that's right. Right, right. So um, let's back up just a little bit and for our, just to kind of catch our listeners up, our viewers, um, a brief background because they should have already listened to the first podcast with you. If <laughs> and they if haven't, you haven't, go, go back. back. Yeah. <laughs> but just briefly tell us a little bit about, about your journey. 
Yes, so I am a 20-year veteran teacher. Um, I like using the word veteran, not old. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I've done some amazing opportunities with scientists and um, showing students science in the real world with my teaching. And so I have had opportunities to go to uh, the Arctic on a ship uh, with uh, scientists studying geology and climate change, and then in the Antarctic with scientists studying humpback whales and Antarctic ice fish. And then I've also been to the Galapagos studying with scientists. Uh, and most notably in 2019, I got to be on the NOAA voyage that got the first ever video footage of a giant squid in the U.S. waters. So, which was only one of the first few video recordings ever of a giant squid. So I was on board that ship in 2019. It was incredible. That is so exciting. And and just as a reminder to our listeners, all of these things came about because you just started applying for grants and these opportunities, right? Absolutely. I seek them out. I first attained my national board certification. um, And then I attained my presidential award in 2009, which then spurred me to be able to do my doctorate uh, in instructional design from South Alabama. So I have, uh, yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) And so I've been able to have all of these things because they build on each other. And that now I mentor teachers with the presidential award and national boards. And I try to really continue to give back because I feel like that's so important once I've gained these things. And like I say that um, when people say, you know, you get everything, I say, but you didn't see the ones that didn't hit. I throw a lot of darts and not all of them hit. So, right. Well, that's, and that's one of the things I love about national board, presidential, all of these opportunities yes. is the networking. Cause that's how I met you Absolutely. Um, in a car ride up to Montgomery. That's that was just right. totally random. The presidential total strangers. Lunches. Yeah. Yep. And so, and now a new friends. And Absolutely. so that lasts for a long time. Definitely. And I really like that your focus is about working with scientists in the real yes. world. I really try to bring that in. And I think that is because of my background. When I graduated college uh, with my undergraduate degree, I swore I was not going to be a teacher. I'm fourth generation educator actually in Alabama. And um, so I wanted to go into the business world. I got my environmental science degree from the School of Engineering at Auburn and went out and worked with engineering firms for almost five years out of graduation. And then I saw my mom retire and I was like, oh, she made such a difference. So that's why I went back and and got my degrees in teaching and I've loved it ever since. And that's what I try to tell students now is that you never know where your journey will take you as long as you enjoy what you do. Um, And so I really try to support the teaching um, career as an option because we need good teachers. Absolutely. And and one of the things that you can say too, is that, you know, as an educator, you are a scientist. Absolutely. um, I think we, we had that conversation before that, um, as an educator, you get to be all of those things. Definitely. Definitely. And not just one thing. For sure. And, <laughs> and so I love to bring in those scientists because I think um, they kids can never have too much exposure to options that they can do um, in the world beyond their education, their academic education. So I agree. Being lifelong learners. So at the beginning, we talked about the fact that your first interview with us, you were just about to start at Barton. Right. And now you're 
getting near the end now. Yes. Just a few months left. So. And it has been an incredible ride. Yeah, oh tell us about it. goodness, it's been so exciting. Dr. Jones is a phenomenal leader, and I think um, our entire team of teachers, it seems like every day there's something that's some goodness, greatness is happening in the building, which has been a lot of fun. Um, and, for example, we have Mr. Dye, who was last, one of the runner-ups for State Teacher of the Year, um, and he's been um, – helping out in different capacities um, in different organizations. He has his own uh, Look Like Me scholarship. Mm -hmm. um, and so he's doing fun things. We've got our Scholars Bowl teams have been doing incredibly well. Um, and then our sports teams have been kicking off. So these are first, you know, Barton Academy sports teams that have been doing new stuff. Um, so there's always just a lot of fun things are um, – our music program with Dr. Henderson. She just attained her uh, doctoral degree. Oh, she defended her dissertation uh, successfully a few weeks ago. So nice. um, there are all kinds of things, and it's just an amazing family that we have really become. Um, and you know, large part to Dr. Jones because she put us all together. So that was um, such a great thing for all of us. We're blessed. So uh, one of the things that I've read about uh, Barton is trying to do a lot of project-based learning. Yes. And so I'm curious about some of those. I'm, I'm sure you've done some stuff Absolutely. like that in your classroom. Each quarter, um, we have a different quote uh, that is the theme for the quarter. And then as a grade level, we come up as a team of grade level teachers together um, with some, you know, project that we might share with our students and then let our students kind of take the reins. And for example, um, this quarter is uh, do not, let's see, do not leave a trail. I'm, I'm going to mess up the quote right now, but, um, but go where there others have not gone before mm -hmm. and leave your own trail. And so uh, our students are doing in seventh grade, they are doing a, a look like me or not a look like me, but a me quilt. It's called a me quilt. And so they're going to have a square on a quilt that we're going to make um, as the uh, portion of each subject that something that stood out to them. For example, we did DNA in science and um, genetics. So they'll pull something that interested them in that portion, and they're going to put uh, uh, something that's memorable to them. And we don't necessarily give them guidelines to what that's going to look like because we really want it to be original for them and right. let their creativity go. Last semester, it was um, space-based, and so we actually grew plants in the classroom with um, some hydroponic systems that are these little bitty windowsill hydroponic systems, and we talked about growing plants on the International Space Station, and we had a scientist from NASA um, zoom in with us and tell us about, you know, the challenges of having those experiments and then we also got to learn um, with hour of code there were some um, scientists that they talked about hour of code and we got to learn about nasa projects like artemis and things in california that they're working on so it was really fun it's so impressive isn't it it's so impressive and and y'all really 
um, support one another absolutely. for all of that. Um, absolutely. I know I mentioned earlier that y'all had a state finalist for presidential yes. award. Nicole Bolton yes. um, is a state finalist. For yes, she just found work. out last week. Mm-hmm. She sure did, she's so. worked really hard to get that together. And so she's one of our STEAM, uh, STEM teachers and computer science teachers. And she um, has been doing great things with the We Build It Better program. Right. And the seventh graders are actually going to take a field trip next week. And that's been another neat thing is being downtown, um, like our choral group got to sing Christmas carols and from around the world in German and French um, at one of the homes nearby, um, the assisted living homes downtown. So we got to walk to that and they got to share joy, which is also unusual because the last couple of years with COVID, we haven't had to been able to have those presentations. Sure. And we had an incredible right. Black History Month presentation and our students are just shining their lights. It's been great that um, is amazing. for them to be able yeah, to do different Yes, it's great. Yes. We're here today with Dr. Megan McCall, and we were just about to get into some of the other things that have been going on at Barton Academy this year in their inaugural year. And I think you had a, something you wanted to yeah, say. Yeah, we were talking during the break. I was, I was so impressed um, that you were mentioning so many other projects that you have at Barton Academy. Because I was, you know, we hear about the science, which is fabulous, but you know, the We Build It Better, the, the STEM, the robotics, the languages, and the music. Absolutely. We have an incredible department. We've got a German teacher, our Spanish teacher, Ms. Carrero, Senor Carrero, <laughs> and uh, then our French teacher, um, Will Edmonds, just got uh, the county teacher of the year going to the state level. And so they should be announcing For that middle school. Soon. Yes. yes. That's yes. wonderful. So super excited. Very high profile. Very, just such an excellent. Yeah cohort of educators that's going to impact students. Yes. And that was one compliment I got from a parent just this past weekend was that her daughter loves all of her subjects this year because she loves all of her teachers. And so that was such a huge compliment because it's not just one subject that a student seems to fall in love with at Barton because they are loving all their subjects right now. So that is awesome. That's That's a huge compliment. Yes. So didn't something really cool just happen recently that you were involved in? So, yes, speaking of this past weekend, I had two teams to compete at the Sea Perch Underwater Robotics Competition. It's called Remotely Operated Vehicles, which means that it is a, a underwater robot that is tethered to a controller. And in the real world, we actually um, use these on science research ships, just like the NOAA expedition that I was on in the Gulf in 2019. We have ROVs. They're much bigger and more powerful, obviously, but this is a great entry way for these students to learn about ROVs. Uh, And so they build the ROV, they design them, um, and I have had uh, this group of students throughout the year uh, as a uh, course that's an electives class that we've gotten to do this. And so they chose, we gave them a ton of options at the beginning of the year. And we said, you know, there are all these different options. You can just Vex Robotics was one thing that uh, Nicole Bolton was doing. Um, then we also had um, eSports and then I think um, a video um, course. So there were all these different options and just kind of 
threw them out there and got their feedback and what are y'all interested in and so they narrowed it down and so we put them in groups and so that's what we've kind of gone through the year with and I had had previous experience doing uh, a different program called MATE through the Dolphin Island Sea Lab and so they had just started this a few years ago the Sea Perch program which kind of is a little less technical than the MATE program and so my kids were super excited about it, so I taught them about it, and I had some Zoom meetings with some scientists that I knew that have used the ROVs, um, and so we started out kind of crafting a design, and we I taught them how to use Tinkercad, uh, and that's a free computer-aided design program that's obviously much simpler than engineers out in the field use, but it gives them a way and a free tool online to be able to um, use those things and to learn about three-dimensional printing. We did some 3D printing and then uh, built our ROV out of the PVC, our PTO, got us the kits. And so we then learned a little bit about soldering. I did the soldering, but I showed them about the soldering. And so I hope to next year as we grow and advance um, in levels to allow them to take the reins on those kinds of things. And um, because it is an exciting thing to get to put those together. And then the motors, they helped me put the motors. We had to put the uh, thrusters in like this. It's actually toilet bowl wax <laughs> that okay. you have to yeah, sure. coat the motor with and then you put it in a little um film canister uh that is in the kit and you have to drill holes and learn about buoyancy and what neutrally buoyant means and different flotation mechanisms and um so there's all kinds of science concepts that are kind of um they're kind of incognito. You kind of build them in there like, we're not really learning science. We're just learning about these underwater robots. But yeah, um, We just need this thing to float. Yeah, right? yeah, so. Yeah. so it's fun because like Dr. Jones says, you just trick them into learning this stuff. And yeah. so, well, it it yeah. sounds very engaging. Like There's yes. no trick needed. Right, and, right. And uh, yeah, they just get exposed to all of that yes. naturally. And the content just comes yes, with it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so there's so many different directions that you can take with this. And um, But like I mentioned, Dolphin Island Sea Lab has um, put this all together with the Sea Perch. And so we had the competition at UMS. Uh, they had their facilities, and it was freezing cold Saturday morning. Um, I think it was possibly below freezing temperatures. It was. It was like 28. 28. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so, but just like in the real world, you can't, you know, control the weather and scientists when they're out on a ship, I was telling my students today, I mean, there's sometimes millions of dollars invested in these cruises that they have to plan out a year ahead. And if a hurricane comes or, you know, what have you, when I was on the ship in 2019, we had a tropical depression over our ship that we had to deal with for two days and it didn't stop the science. Most people were sick on the ship. (laughs) Another reality, right? Right, exactly. (laughs) So, um, but so Saturday morning, freezing cold, the wind was blowing. Fortunately, UMS facilities were wonderful that we had an inside place to get warm and then come out. Um, And then the Greg Gaber um, from Dolphin Island Sea Lab, he was in his wetsuit in the pool, which it was actually warmer than the air temperature outside. (laughs) 
So, so he braved the elements and was in the water to help assist when the robots got hung up and stuff. And so they had a mission course that they had to go through a series of hoops and maneuver the ROV through those. And then they had a, a mission. Let's see, it was an obstacle course and then a mission course. And so the obstacle course, um, they went through hoops and then the mission course simulated space exploration where they had to pick up tools from one place and move them to another. Because if you think about this tethered robot, it's very similar to what is done in space where they have to use robotic arms and uh, manipulate things. And sometimes you don't have actual control. You're using, um, you know, a a mechanism that is remote. And so um, it simulates a lot of those concepts and being able to communicate well. That was another thing that we definitely learned and did a great job. My students were amazing with their collaboration because one had to be on the side of the pool to tell the other which way to go because the one that was driving the robot couldn't necessarily see the end of the course. I gotcha. So they had to really talk to each other and depend on each other. And uh, so it was great great lesson overall and I'm proud to say that they got first place in the middle school technical report division and the first place pool courses um, division and they were one point away from winning the competition between the middle schools and high schools oh, overall wow. that's fabulous yes so that they did so- a great job yeah <laughs> thank you thank you thank you Way to go, kids and teacher. That's something. Well, I can't take credit. I I, really and truly. Oh yeah, it's a lot of work. I I know it's a lot of work. So speaking of that, how did how did the kids? How did you practice that at at school? So, like I said, we had an electives class um, each day, and then. I, um, because we don't have a pool at Barton Academy, maybe next year. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> why? Yeah, why, maybe. Not? why not? Maybe. Um, I got a, an above ground pool that is just one of the small above ground pools. Uh, so they could have enough room to be able to run gotcha. the robots and stuff. And so, um, because it was colder in the winter and we couldn't set up the pool all the time, we also then competed in the science Olympiad competition. So we shifted gear a little bit and we did some double uh duty these kiddos they were on it though and so we had several that made um placed in those divisions first place actually uh in the green generation and first place in the mouse trap car that they built and so yeah these kids they're just great i love them (laughs) so much they're so fun well you were talking about the the rovs and the kids got to help come up with the design but I guess there were certain parameters because you mentioned there was a um kit that's that right came along so it's neat that there was a, yes. a kit that you so could this get. first year when we were kind of getting our feet wet haha mm-hmm. um <laughs> honey um and so it is pie day also so oh, there's been right. a lot today of puns going around school today yeah. um and so they had a kit and we built from the kit there were three designs we built the three designs and then kind of figured out which one we wanted to compete with and then we learned lots this year in the competition about how we want to change I even had one student today on his computer already figuring out Tinkercad for next year's design and so I was like and I really wanted them to make that reflection now because it's so fresh on their mind and in I was just gonna say two weeks they'll kind of forget those things so the reflection piece is something we've really been honing in on and so they were doing that already making decisions about next year so I'm excited 
Excellent. Yes. And you've got a couple yes. other things coming up. She's a busy you? lady. Apparently. Yes, I'm super <laughs> excited. I just love my career and I love to share mm-hmm. science and I love to, you know, um, I think not only teach students, but to help other teachers in their um, professional goals. And uh, that's why I mentor other teachers in different things. But um, I am also presenting. I think that's a, a vital part of our career is that we share, you know, what we're doing with others so they can learn. I mean, I know that I've learned tons from Julie and all of her accolades, and and that's how you know we we work. And so uh, I am presenting at the Alabama Science Teachers Conference coming up next week in Prattville, and then uh, the following week I'm presenting at uh, NSTA National Science Teachers Association meeting in Houston, Texas, uh, and then over spring break I'm going to Denmark with a group that I work with um, out of Maine, and we are doing citizen science. Um, And so we're at a conference in Aarhus, uh, Denmark. How exciting. Wow. I I remember you talking about citizen science the last time you were here. Yes, last summer I did some work in Maine um, with a Fund for Teachers grant Mm -hmm. that I got to study climate change in Maine. So, um, And this is a group called Maine Math and Science Alliance. Yes. All right. And you're also doing a workshop. Um, yes. Is it in conjunction with the Dolphin Island Sea Lab? So it is with scientists from Dolphin Island Sea okay. Lab. Um, okay. I have uh, also um, in the summer work with a group out in California, the Monterey Bay Aquarium Research Institute. And I'll be doing a workshop May 7th at Barton Academy for teachers to uh, learn from scientists. We have a short morning session to learn about what the scientists are studying. And then they have an opportunity, the teachers create lesson plans to use that data. Uh-huh. So it really benefits everyone. It benefits the scientists by getting their information out to the public and then the students get that real, almost real-time data. Some of it is real-time data. And then the teachers obviously get that professional development and collaboration. And there's often collaboration that can happen between the teachers. Absolutely. That's a lot of nexts. Yes. <laughs> That's a lot of nexts. And and it just really seems that you're next in ed, that you're you're forging a path for uh, other educators yes. and for students to really, truly connect the real world to the classroom. Absolutely. That is my main goal is to help them think about those things. And it's not just you don't exist in a box. The classroom is not a box. Right. Or a textbook. That's right. That science, you know, citizen science, it's, it's a to all of us. Absolutely. And that's always my goal. I said it today in class to my seventh graders. My goal is not only for you to succeed here in my classroom, but in classes beyond and in life. Life. That's right. right. To help you with life. Now, um, I did want to ask you also about your Fridays at Barton Academy. Yes, we have a special Friday (laughs) and we have flight suit Friday. The three of us, um, myself, Nicole Bolton, and David Dye, have all participated in space camp for teachers in the past. So we all had uh, space flight suits from that camp. And just to promote energy and fun on Fridays, we started back in the fall with Flight Suit Friday. 
and it created such enthusiasm that I think we have 12 teachers from our faculty going in wow. June. Wow. They all, be, they all want to be a part of wow. Fight Six Friday. Yes. That's right. Exactly. So See, that, that is just so fun and they've been accepted. Thanks. It is. It's super fun. So what do you and do on, on Flight Suit Friday? So we wear our flight suits and we have fun and we just, you know, it's all, it's about fun. It well, really is. They, they, they're kind of like little flat Stanleys all through Mobile. That's they're, right. They're like taking yes. pictures we'll different have, little places yes, in their flight Every suit. Friday. That's right. We have that's different great. poses. All over the, that's all right. over the building. Exactly. And, and it's gotten to be where um, like every day something's going on that I want to post and I'm like, no, I'm going to hold it till Friday. And then I post it all at once. So, because <laughs> I would just be on all the time posting something fun because our faculty has been doing great things. Our students have been doing great things. It's just awesome. It really is. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to come back to be my on the show. Pleasure. Oh, yes. Anytime. It's great to catch honor. up with you. Thank you. So much has yeah. happened. I know. In the short time I know, right? And just the just the six, nine months, whatever it is, it has. six months since we've talked to you. And, and that's what's so cool. Dr. Jones said, you know, a year ago, this building was uninhabited and barely finished. Actually, True. not completely. Right. True. And now we have all this life, mm-hmm. all these awards, all these fun things, and it's just exciting. Fantastic. Well, I'm excited exciting. to see where it goes from here. I know. That, Barton Academy, and you. I mean, we'll have to come back and find out what happened in Denmark and, That's right. and where you're going next. <laughs> so, yeah. She'll be the one going out into space. Oh, right. <laughs> I'll just live vicariously through you because... <laughs> I don't think I could make it through the uh, vertigo. Through the stop me. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me stop too. Me. So anyway, it's exciting. Exciting things, Megan. Thank you for sharing. Thank y'all. And thank those of you for watching or listening today. And be sure to catch us next time as Julie and I continue to explore what's, what's next, next in Ed. Ed. Don't forget to subscribe. If you like what you heard, please rate and review this podcast so others can find us. The Next in Ed podcast is brought to you by the Mobile County Public Schools IT Department, in partnership with the Department of Counseling and Instructional Sciences at the University of South Alabama. Engineered by Tim VP Media Production. Music by Justin Matthews. Hosted by Dr. Joe Gaston and Julie Neidhart. Follow us on Twitter at NextInEd and on Facebook. Guests on the podcast are expressing personal opinions for informational purposes only. They are not necessarily acting as official representatives for their schools, universities, organizations, or places of employment. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.